Welcome to Adult Papers. I'm your host, Lunar Violet. I wrote this episode on a day. Does that work? Can I do that? <laughs> I want to. <laughs> because it's fun. Okay, I wrote this episode on a day I finally broke from getting the same only ever subtext. (sighs) You can tell it's the end of the day. This is like my fourth episode I've recorded. I wrote this episode on a day I finally broke from getting the same only ever subtext message from the online wellness community. When I was done furiously vomiting the words onto the page, I sat back and wondered what the purpose of this writing could possibly be. So of course, I decided to make it a podcast episode. Warning, it is angry and it is ugly, but I've discussed this phenomena with friends, so I know I'm not alone in hearing the constant ringing of the words that never actually get said. If nothing else, it's a critique of late-stage capitalism, slash individualism, slash meritocracy that is actually a corporate oligarchy that we call Western air quote civilization that has led to one in two people in the U.S. suffering from a mental health disorder at some point in their life and depression as the leading cause of disability in the fucking world. This critique isn't new. Here is a list featuring books on the crisis of capitalism from the publishing house Verso. Here is a book list from Harvard on capitalism and its discontents. And here is a fantastic, albeit slideshow, of anti-capitalist books. If you're listening to the podcast, check out my Substack written companion to this episode where you can conveniently click on those links. You can also subscribe to my Substack at lunarviolet.substack.com so that you'll get the written and audio versions of every episode. I repeat this info in the outro of the show, so if you missed it, just wait till the end. So I have no idea what happened to that intro to speed it up like that. It is definitely one of these fancy little Ableton settings, but... It made me feel just lopsided enough that I realized it's totally appropriate for this episode. And now that I said something about it, watch when I export it, it will export totally normal and then you're gonna be like, what the fuck is she talking about? So here it is, pitchy with no breath control and out of key. And if you've lost track by now of what I'm talking about, as I have, this is the subtext that you tend to get when you're trying to research how to get well from a problem that you might be having. Don't be poor. Especially don't be born poor because you'll experience strains on your brain development that will eventually become ADHD, depression, schizophrenia, you name it. If you're born poor and it's a mental disorder, you're probably getting it. So don't be poor. Because if you're poor, you're more likely to be one of the 15% of people who get PTSD from a traumatic experience. 
raise kids with at least two parents because if there's just one, the kid is more likely to suffer from neglect because their single parent will have to work twice as hard, which leaves no one to give the child the attention they need, i.e. don't be poor enough to not afford a nanny. Don't be poor because glyphosate is sprayed on pretty much all non-organic foods and even some organic and glyphosate destroys your gut and then your brain. So don't be poor because your poor kid is going to get brain problems from eating poor people's food. But don't be too poor to know what glyphosate is. Don't be poor because if you can't afford clean food, you will end up unwell. And don't be poor because only the unpoor can afford to heal from being unwell. Don't be too poor to know how to find the scholarly articles on Google that will tell you it's the food you're eating that's making you sick. But then don't be poor so that you can afford the foods you need to make you well. Don't be poor because you will watch others come to the same conclusions you came to a decade ago, or sport the same fashions you were rocking two years ago, or ask the same questions you've been asking for 20 years, but they will get the credit. And why is that? because they're not poor. And you'll watch them use the same ideas and conclusions and fashions that you've already burned through and moved on from to make them even less poor. So don't be poor, because even if you do have good ideas, which our individualistic meritocracy claims is all you need to not continue being poor, you will be too busy working for other people to bring your own ideas to life. By the way, did your good ideas make you less poor? Didn't think so. And why is that? Because you were already poor. You have to be not already poor to become less poor, duh. That's rule number three. So don't be poor. If you want to be a composer, don't be poor because you'll need a private tutor. If you want to be a songwriter, don't be poor because you'll need to go to a prestigious music school to be taken seriously. If you want to be a writer, don't be poor because you'll need the mental stability to work day and night until anyone notices you're any good at it. And they may never notice because you need an audience to get noticed and you need time to build an audience. And time is something only the unpoor have to spare. And if you're poor, don't even think about having a kid because not only will you traumatize them, you'll re-traumatize yourself. And instead of either of you growing or becoming better than your circumstances, which is one of the reasons some people have kids, your circumstances, meaning your poorness, will make that outcome an impossibility. Your kid will end up with a psychiatric disorder probably more than one, maybe the same ones as you, and you'll fall farther and farther behind in life, which will exacerbate the symptoms, which will further traumatize the child, which will make it harder for you to get motivated because you already work like a dog and things still don't improve. So don't be poor because you will tread water with your nose barely breaking the surface, which inevitably means you'll get tired. So sometimes you'll stop kicking but when you stop kicking, you start sinking. And by the time you realize, you've sunk so far down that you're not sure you'll ever get back up. But the fear of death gives you a brief injection of the adrenaline it will take to beat your feet furiously enough to get you back to the surface so you don't drown. Because you can't drown. Because there's a kid in the boat. And it turns out you're in the middle of the ocean and they need you to take them back to shore. But by the time you get back to the surface, you're gasping and exhausted and couldn't kick anymore, even if you wanted to. 
So you climb into the boat and lie there, looking at the sky, wondering how the fuck you're going to get back to shore. And then, the child tells you they're hungry. So you don't think you're going to make it, but you do, because you stuff down what you actually need to be well and go right back to the grind, to the work of staying alive, because you're poor, and no one gives a fuck, because they all told you since you were little that you can be anything you want to be when you grow up. Except poor. And the next time you have a chance to take a glance around yourself, which is about once every seven years, you'll find that you're not ahead. You're not even where you were the last time you looked around. You're farther away from the shore or deeper down below the surface. You choose. This is a pick your metaphor kind of episode. And yet somehow you're expected to just not give up. The answer, don't be poor. Because you'll be judged when your kid is the one making a scene because you haven't taught them proper emotional regulation, but no one taught you either. You taught yourself, but you didn't even realize it was a problem until after your child was born. So you already got a late start and you couldn't prevent the early years of trauma on said kid. And so they already have the brain disorders and now you're a single parent, which you should note, you were more likely to become because you already broke the second rule of not being born poor. And you're doing your best, but there's just not enough of you to go around, much less to make up for lost time. So, don't be poor. And especially, don't be born poor. Because when it's time to receive the birthday party invites, your kid definitely will not get one. And neither will you, honestly, because you have the psychiatric disorders, and so does everyone in your family. So they're the only ones who want to hang out with you. But they have the disorders, remember, so you don't want to hang out with them. So just don't be poor. Don't be poor so you can have the time and the energy to find the solutions to your problem of being born poor. And so you can have the resources to apply the solutions to your problem of being born poor. So don't be poor. And especially don't be born poor. Because only the not poor get less poor. While the poor toil away just to survive. And even then, they won't really survive somewhat. If you consider living sick a survival, but thrive, definitely not. And get less poor, unlikely. So don't be poor. And in case you forgot, especially don't be born poor. And with that advice, folks, I have just solved all of the world's problems. No need for applause. I'll look for my name on the Nobel shortlist. And I think, since I'm a writer, that makes me a nonprofit organization, right? Because I'm not profiting. Anyway, Venmo your charitable donations at Lunar Violet. Thank you for listening. If you like my often visceral, sometimes grotesque reflections, please subscribe and leave a review. I do it all. The music, the research, the writing, the editing, even the art. You can read my other ruminations in the form of fiction, creative nonfiction and poetry, or hear my experiments in sound and voice, sometimes called music, at adultpapers.com. You can subscribe to my substack at lunarviolet.substack.com to get every episode emailed to you with conveniently clickable links. And if email isn't your thing, they're also available in the Substack app. If you like to get weird, find me on Insta at Adult Papers, or Twitter, if it still exists, 
at The Lunar Violet. I'm also directing my first short film, so look forward to that in the near future. Join me again in two weeks for more Reflections from the Coil.